I have a headache tonight. Oh, so do I. I have a headache too. What's it from? Uh, butt sex. <laughs> Me too. Too much of it. The too much, too much butt sex. Classic. Uh. Live from Cool Boys Central. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boy. <gasps> so cool. So cool. So cool. I see cool boys. Greetings, cool boy nation. And welcome to another, it says to a another installment of the cool oh, boys. Oh, to a another? Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Greetings, cool boy nation, and welcome to an installment <laughs> of the cool boys podcast. Fabulous moment moments. Fabulous moment moments in movies. Why don't you do what you dream, Bastion? Why don't you do what you dream, Bastion? I'm Falcor Felk. I like children. For breakfast? <laughs> Never. I'm a luck dragon. My name is Falcor. I'm Mr. Bastian Ballard. Stop daydreaming. Start facing your problems, okay? Oh, wow. Okay. And I'm the nothing, Nolan. Roar! Who are you, really? I am the servant. Call my name. What is everyone drinking? I am drinking a nice red Pinot Noir tonight. Ooh. Talk, what about you? Guinness. I'm drinking, drinking a Longboard Island Lager from Kona. And I'm drinking the last of my root alcohol. Oh, God. Not Wait, this, again. this is like the third time you've been drinking the last of the root alcohol. Right. <laughs> I think the so. very <laughs> last. This represents the last of the petty cash. I'm going to need to draw some petty cash. I should take her out to dinner. We don't want to lose her. Uh, this magnificent feast here represents the last of the petty cash. Okay, slow down. Chew your food. I feel like maybe it was an other drink. We're like, this is the last of the hard cider. Or this is the last of the... Because you have all these weird mystery drinks. That yeah, refresh Cool Boy Nation. This root alcohol was left in your cellar, right? You're just drinking it. Yes, it was left over by the people before us. They left us lots of alcohol. The last alcohol they left us is this Milagro giant bottle of tequila, oh, which well, I have not opened yet. I'm just so surprised you drank these, like, unnamed drinks just sitting there oh, left yeah. on, in your house. We had the pea, yeah. right? The pea beer, which was disgusting. You we had an S beer. Or is that the S? Semen. The yeah, S, the, the semen. Yes. Don't consume right. things left by people in general. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, if somebody thought, too. like, this isn't good enough to bring with me, I'm going to leave it. Don't put it in your body. Ow! Uh, okay, we have drinks. <laughs> yeah. No, does, no, all right. Nolan, would you like to confess anything? <laughs> <laughs> Let me try to think on the spot. That's a really intense question to ask, Felk. That's, I didn't have put that there, clearly. Felk, 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 I actually do have something to confess, but I can't tell you what it is until next week's episode. Why? Because it involves you. That 
makes me incredibly nervous. <laughs> yeah, well, it does. Wait, you're gonna, what? You're going to love it. You're going to love it, Felk. Okay. What? I'm scared I'm now. Gonna, next episode, Nolan, next episode, Noli has a huge confession for Felk. All right. Wow. Huge confession. So stay tuned, Cool Boy Nation, for next week, episode 71 for Noli's confession. That might be like, the name I of the episode. I hate when people do that. You're freaking me out now. What's up? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I love it. Don't episode 71 will be no, called not, Noli's I, I confession. I can only worry about it. I don't even know if I'll be able to proceed. <laughs> Please tell me. Okay. Well, I will tell you because I'll, I'll have to do a recap. How about a teaser? Give us a teaser. No, tell me. Okay. Felk? Just tell yeah. me. This weekend. Yeah. I am seeing your perfect asshole. What does that mean? Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, you're meeting Daisy Ridley? Taylor Swift. No. You're meeting Taylor Swift? Yes. Are you seeing Taylor Swift? Meeting, seeing, it's all the same thing. Okay. You won't see your asshole, though, will you? It's going to be perfect. Wait, meaning seeing are two different things. I, I think I understand what's ha really happening, and I'm, I'm I, okay. That's just, that's not. You made it seem like it was about me. It <laughs> like is. You just, your you just mentioned that she was your perfect asshole, and I'm going to be seeing and meeting your perfect it's, asshole. Okay, it's a It's Ballard's phrasing. The fact that you wrote confession. Confession is like I've wronged you, and I have to confess about it. So I thought it was a legitimate confession, but you were just going with the parlance of confession that Ballard, independently from your Taylor Swift news came up with so it created a storm where i thought like you're like you know i i stole from you <laughs> or something no jesus christ yeah you put in dark places quickly yes <laughs> you know people just playing with their lightsaber toys to straighten the pussies you assholes you know did you look that up because i mean it's it, it i was absolutely right <laughs> i have not looked that no, up. no i haven't either no go to uh, port nation and search for lightsaber about? yes He's talking about girls who shove lightsabers up their vaginas right, and fine. assholes. Pornhub? Lightsaber. Confirm this for us, please. What, what's the best thing to type? Lightsabers and assholes? Or lightsabers and pussies? Just light, no, no, just search lightsaber. Just search lightsaber. That's all you need. Light. Saber. Oh, oh. lightsaber anal is the first thing. Masturbating with a lightsaber. <laughs> just, Lexi just search Star, lightsaber. DP with two lightsabers, dark side versus light side. That sounds Just hot. go lightsaber. Just go, just search lightsaber. Just go lightsaber. I'm seeing it. You, you get all these fucking um, girls shoving lightsabers up, uh, up their pussies. But you also get, for some reason, somebody shoving the lightsaber into the VCR. Uh, VCR. <laughs> Is it the Mattel versions, like the plastic versions you buy in a toy store? N no, it's, it's, the, no. it's like the Force FX version. Like yeah, the ones that like light legit. up, the ones that Ballard has? Yeah, like the $120 version. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you do that to yourself? That's like, don't those get hot and like burn your pussy? No, they're LEDs. Oh. Uh, and Cool Boy Nation, this all started from our Star Wars special, so go check that out. It's fabulous. Episode 69. Phil, do you have any updates or anything like that? Uh, I, beat, I beat God of War and I moved on to Far Cry 5. How was God of War? Rate it, Cool Boys, out of 10. Four and a half. Maybe four. Four Cool Boys out of 10? Yeah. Oh, you hated wow. it? Wow. No, that's a good review for me. That's a very good review. Oh, four out of ten. I thought so. when when we got a ten, I was just by instinct going fun. <laughs> we never had ten okay. cool boys. That's too many boys. <laughs> it's, it's never enough boys. Guys, guys, guys. Uh oh. <gasps> 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 guys, guys, guys. 
Uh-oh. I just have one quick question before our <laughs> boners get fabulous. Yes. Would you rather fuck Falcor's rotting puppet today and oh. you get athlete's foot on your dick, but oh. guess what? You shoot semens <laughs> in the air 15 feet right back in your own mouth. Or oh. fuck Bastion grown up today and you get gay on your dick. But guess what? You blast Siemens inside a tight asshole. Whose asshole? Your asshole. So oh. this is a very visual based <laughs> would you rather. You both have to see the, the basically you have to look up what or, or, or know what Bastion grew up today, which is a very weird looking man. Oh, God. So uh, horrible. He's horrible. Hipstery with uh, balding brown hair, long, gross brown beard. Well, he kind of looks like a duck, duckwing dynasty, darkwing duck. He looks like guy. the Unabomber. Yeah, yeah, mixed with yeah, the a duck, little bit. With, mixed with the duck dynasty guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, they kind of look like him too. Uh, and also have to see that that Falcor, who's the luck dragon from the never-ending story, was made from a puppet. My name is Falcor. Who are you, really? Sweet pussy. (laughs) (laughs) And that puppet rotted and looks sad and gross and dying now. So sad. That's so unfortunate what happened to Falcor. Not really. Those things aren't milk. I mean, movie props and, and effects are not meant to last. So, yeah. yeah, they fall apart. Yeah, they're cheap. They're made to be shot right then and there, and then you just, you know, move on. That's sad, your... though. That's sad. Not really. That's uh, not sad to you? No, because the movie is how you see Falcor. That's how it was intended. The original Yoda from Empire Strikes Back, like, rotted as well. Well, because they didn't make it out of stuff that was... Like would last. They made it out of stuff that would look good on camera. There's two I different fucking Yoda and Last Jedi. It's gonna last forever because Ryan Johnson's gonna stick it tight up his ass and he's gonna hold on to that thing forever. Didn't a lot of Stan Winston's like uh, costumes and uh, puppet work? Didn't a lot of that stuff actually survive? Well, they put it inside their house, you know, the production offices, and they take care of it. Yeah. Also, Winston used different different stuff because, um, like, I, th- I think at that point they had figured out how to like. Yeah. Build shit that looked good, but also lasted. When you show, when you shove a thirty-foot puppet of a dog into a closet or a warehouse for thirty years and not take care of it, it's gonna rot. Oh yeah, there's probably no tarp on it. Oh yeah, I mean the photos we can see it. It it looks you know just gross. The tongue looks disgusting. The tongue looks like it grew ten feet. Yeah, well it's it like probably did. Out. Yeah, it probably did expand as like humidity Tons. got into it. Yeah. Well, I don't want to fuck Bastion and then get like cum in my asshole that's my own. I'll do the, so I think I'd rather just get cum in my mouth from my, that's my own that I shot 15 <laughs> feet in the air because I think anybody around, like the security that's watching Falcor, I think they'd be pretty amazed by me shooting cum 15 feet in the air and then catching it in my mouth. I think they'd be pretty amazed that you went in there and like fucked a rotting corpse. Like, hey, security, can I fuck this? They'd be like, uh okay sure yeah sure sure <laughs> wait athlete's dick hang on can you get athlete's foot on your dick yeah I'm, well what, what is that exactly is that forever does it ever like leave can it leave can you get rid of it of, of course of course of it goes course you can it. get rid of athlete's foot it's easily treatable over the counter um, done 
then that's my thing. I'm getting athlete's foot on my dick, fucking Falcor, and then wowing everyone in the you know the tri-state area with my 15 foot cum shot. Yeah, it sounds nice. Someone here needs to Google athlete's foot, <laughs> and then Google athlete's foot on penis and see if there's results. I'm looking at athlete's foot on the foot, and it doesn't look very good if it was on your penis. Yikes. <gasps> now, okay, the bottom one's not too bad. By the way, that's a cadaver, so that's a little fun. Who cares? Like that point. Uh, yeah, don't, 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 don't. Oh, but there's it, some. There's. That's just bad toenails. Oh, no. Here we go. There we go. That's pretty bad. Here we go. Oh, gross. Here you go. I don't want it anymore. I made a mistake in asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's bad. Wait, I think you can get it on your dick. Oh, no. I mean, is it possible to get athlete's foot on your wiener? 24 7 sports says. Did you search wiener? Did you add wiener to your search? <laughs> no, I added penis to it. It was penis, but they, they just happen to have. Wait, what, word right. does, what word does Phil Kate? Peeny? Oh, yeah. Peeny. That's, yeah, that's wrong. It's peeny. <laughs> peeny just sounds wrong. Uh, yes, I think it's what jock itch technically is. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, oh, and Urban Dictionary actually has something called athlete's dick. Uh-oh. Well, we know Urban Dictionary is correct on everything. Yeah, that's, that's oh, wait. Athlete's dick is when you masturbate in a dirty sock when there are no clean alternatives. Yeah, we know. Don't get medical advice from Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> or, no, athlete's dick is also when your dick itches from jerking off into a dirty sock. <laughs> so, oh, wait. Athlete's dick is also a yeast infection in the male crotch area. The exposure of athlete's foot to the crotch area by means of said foot hitting the underwear prior to pulling them up. Or it's called a dry or itchy rash. So, yeah, you can get it. And wow. from what we sh- with what, what Noli just showed us, it's disgusting. My thing is, is like, if you're going to jack off into a sock, why would you grab a dirty one? Like, I would definitely grab a clean one. Just It's my dick. No, I, I think they, were, they posed the idea that there was no clean ones available. Okay. Like, if you're going to do it, would you take a dirty sock or would you take like a clean? I'd take a nice, fresh, hot sock. I don't like the idea of a sock, realistically. No, it's not good. So no one's going to fuck Bastion? No. Fuck no. He has to give me a new name. But it's only a story. It's not real. It's only a story. Atreyu, no! Atreyu! Who's Atreyu? Atreyu is the the boy warrior. Ugh. Gay. How does Folk know so much about Never Any Story but doesn't know who fucking Atreyu is? I am a warrior. I'm not a fan of it. I like the song. And Bastion. Bastion. Sebastian. Bastion. It's not Bastion, is it? It's Bastion. It's Bastion. Bastion. That's Sebastian. Okay, that's weird. Bastion. Why don't you do what you dream, Bastion? But I can't. I keep my feet on the ground, Bastion. Please. What do I have to do? Call my name. (laughs) Fuck it. Sweet pussy. Pulling my cock out. Pulling pull my cock out. It is Bastion. What the fuck, movie? Sweet pussy. Fantasia can arise in you. Call my name. On air, never ending story ending. <laughs> On air, never ending story ending. <laughs> Fantasia can arise in you. <laughs> Sweet pussy. 
Bastion made many other wishes and had many other amazing adventures before he finally returned to the ordinary world. Had enough? But that's another story. Cool Boy Nation, if there is a would you rather you would like us to discuss on a future podcast, please email us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. Well, cool boys, I don't think you can get a more topical would you rather than that. <laughs> so topical. Time to move on to our cool boys. Fabulous boner moments in movies. The setup is this. Each episode, all three cool boys have entered different fabulous moments from movies in our cool boy boner hat. We will then draw a total of five sultry moments this episode at random Ooh. and then whisper about all the fabulous boners they gave us. Now these rotten boners could have sprouted because of a wet and steamy shot. Maybe it was three topless titties. Perhaps a group of bare-breasted go-heads. Maybe it was just a topless hetero male volleyball scene with a bunch of hot guys spiking your balls into the camera. Major (laughs) dick's prize. The balls have to be hard nuts or it's gay ass and we can... (laughs) And we only do straight ass here. That's right. <laughs> now, no one has seen each other's. <laughs> no, now, no one has seen each other's insides. So it'll be a nice little surprise, even for us, every time we stretch out our gaping assholes. <laughs> one last thing to mention before we start popping some fucking boaters. Each fuck boner moment drawn will have a discussion limit of 10 retarded minutes. Oh. And just to make sure we don't get too engorged, like they did in Nazi Germany. Ooh. <laughs> what? And most importantly, there will be no talking. <laughs> there will be no talking aloud. Just careless whispers here. Oh, that's new. T- time can. <laughs> <laughs> I have to know what this is from eventually. Time can never mend the careless whispers of a good friend. George Michael. Oh, okay. Okay, cool boys. Remember to squeeze your penile edemas for one minute every five minutes to reduce swelling. The first boner from the boner hat is, is that really how you treat edemas in a penis? You have to squeeze it for one minute of every five minutes? Yes. <laughs> Our first boner comes from Nolan. <gasps> uh oh. Oh no, it's gonna be wild. Not really. What is the most okay. fabulous death using real blood squibs? Oh, I know oh, this. Oh shit. I know now, this. For the for, for cool boys audiences, squibs are little blood packs that splurt. Fake blood all over an actor for a movie or somebody's faking their death in real life. 
and it's what we used before we did digital blood sports. I, I have two that are tied, and I don't know which one's better. Ever since I was a little boy Ballard. Uh-oh. <laughs> this was always my favorite. And it's because of the... Uh, it's not like a meaningful death by any means, but just the amount of blood that shoots out and the ridiculousness of it all mm-hmm. is fantastic. And yeah. years later, I heard a quote from the starring actor in it saying, I was coming down the el- escalator. <laughs> oh. Yes! And yes. all of a sudden, I used this guy as a human shield, and 100 bullets hit him, and screams, blood is flying everywhere. It was fantastic. <laughs> no, I, he I, didn't. I, Did he really say that? He said that. Yeah, so Total Recall was one of mine, for sure. I go back to that scene where Arnold Schwarzenegger uses an innocent bystander as a human shield from Richter, and the guy gets yep. l- <laughs> leveled. He gets loaded yep. with like 100 shots from Richter and his henchmen, and Arnold just uses this guy. And blood just goes everywhere. And like probably like 50 or 60, like just bullet holes just rip into this guy. Oh, yeah. It's, it's incredible. It's fucking Complete amazing. Complete bystander. And he's yeah. ripped apart. I mean, he gets shot from like in the back and the chest. Like Arnold even spins him around and uses him on both sides. It's amazing. Was he getting, was the penetration getting too far on the one side? I, I, I don't know why he spins him. I remember that. But. He's, no, he spins him to get the people coming shooting down from the top of the escalator, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's being shot at from both sides. And the guy just yeah. gets lit up and it, it's just hilarious and the fact that Arnold thought it was so funny and he like brought it up years later in an interview I thought it was like always like, the best thing it's kind of like crazy that stuntman went through that Th- those are like a hundred different packs of fucking like fireworks going off at him in one take and he didn't just do one take like that was that's a pretty ballsy thing for stuntmen to have a whole bunch hurt. of fucking little explosives tie their chest oh like it that. definitely hurts it feels like a paintball but I'm wondering like what was like is was it meant to be comical or was it just a sign of the times being like Let's just light this guy up. Verhoeven's career is basically just like itchy and scratchy, where the violence is so over the top that it's meant to not like it's meant to be cartoonish. It's meant to it's, it's satirical. It's a commentary on violence in other movies Absolutely. by taking it just up to eleven. Mine ties into this one because same director. Um, mine would be Robocop himself, Murphy getting getting blown up in the in the opening of the movie, like. That because that is ha- like it's not happening to a like a, a nobody, a, not a character. It's happening to your hero at the beginning. See, I got this problem. <laughs> cops don't like me, so I don't like cops. like the shot where you know his hand comes off technically i don't know if that's a blood squid there probably is a squib in there uh because it's got to be a fake hand because peter weller didn't really have his hand blown off That is a fucking great scene with squibs. Um, mine is when Ed 209 malfunctions in the uh, boardroom yeah. and takes out one of the board members. And I love that the NC-17 version continues that shot, that sequence. You get to see even more squibs go off. And once again, you I mean, you just got to hand it to the fucking stunt guy to like just sit there and have like 
80 fucking plus squibs go off on his chest. Please put down your weapon. You have 20 seconds to comply. I think you'd better do what he says, Mr. Kenny. You now have 15 seconds to comply. You are in direct violation You now have five seconds to comply. I think he's like in the unrated version. He he he's like he's supposed to be dead, and the thing just keeps shooting him. So yeah, it's just, oh yeah, it's just moving around the body at that point. Yeah, it's just yeah the, the actual yeah the impacts. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, or I might be completely making this up, you you decide. Um, I I think it has the most squibs in any film ever in one scene. Is that scene at 209 malfunctioning on that board guy? I can't. I don't think I can't. Other than Total Recall, I can't think of any other movie that would like beat it. I used to love when they had squibs, like where the guy would be like shirtless, but they had the squibs like on his vest, so only like the bullets would be hitting like the vest part of his torso and not like his naked torso. I think that happens in Desperado a lot. Robert Rodriguez used to use a ton of squibs, and that's why I respected him. But now he's all digital, and I, I can't stand watching his movies. Um, Robert Rodriguez also used, I think, something he called the guacamole gun, in which he fired a squib onto you from a like a like a potato gun type of like tubing. And uh, it just splattered red goo onto the person. That's yeah, why, he, like, he, he did that for headshots. And he, used he did it for headshots and handshots. Like, dyed red or what? It's just I, I don't recall exactly what it was, but I think it was practically the same stuff they put into a squib. It just he just blew it onto you because he didn't have hmm. the uh, the budget to actually do squibs, so he just used this thing called a guacamole gun hmm. whenever he could. He actually does an incredible uh, commentary for Desperado oh, yeah. and El Mariachi about essentially how to make. Movies really cheap because El Mariachi was made at seven thousand and Desperado was made for seven million. Die Hard Two had some good squibs. Die Hard Two has many good squibs. So does the first Die Hard, really. Die Hard has a lot. The guy who shoots from underneath the table, that guy takes some shots like next to the dick. To the dick, yes. I think. Yeah, he gets shot yeah. in the dick. Uh, I feel like there's dick shots in Die Hard Two too, uh, as, as well. Uh, also, and ass shots. <laughs> dick shots. The Rock had some good uh, ass uh, shots. squibs. The Rock. The Rock, yeah. Does it? I, I don't feel like Bay's known for bloodiness. Uh, ba- I would think Bad Boys, uh, The Rock, are probably Bad the Boys only two of his films ones. that really Bad had Boys squibs. Bad Boys some good ones. You know this is a great squib shot? It's when Pappas gets blown by a shotgun in Point Break. Yeah. His back just, like, opens up. All right, let's draw another boner. Our next boner. <laughs> and keeping in mind, these boners are drawn randomly. Also comes from Nolan. <gasps> oh, all right. Now, I'm going to read one. You have most fabulous, gratuitous male ass shot. But you also oh. separately have most fabulously gratuitous ass shot from a male. <laughs> <laughs> Stack the deck. Wow. Someone wants to talk about male ass shots. I got mine locked and loaded. I got mine locked and loaded, too. I think we may have the same one, maybe. Yeah. Do you both have Mel Gibson? 
No. No, no I don't have Mel Gibson. I w- he's number two. He's the runner-up. Oh, shit. Patrick. So wait, none of us have Mel Gibson? Oh, fuck. That, mine's not Mel Gibson either. Mine's obviously Patrick. Show what? Easy. In Roadhouse. Can I buy you guys a drink? Guess not. Patrick Swayze is Dalton. I thought you'd be bigger. Opinions vary. The Roadhouse fucking ass is like, I, I, I draw this comparison and I got cut off in a previous episode and I never finished my thought. So let me finish my thought now. Is that I was talking about. <laughs> I, I, I draw this comparison and I got cut off in a previous episode and I never finished my thought. So let me finish my thought now. Is that I was talking about Patrick Swayze showing his ass gratuitously. Is was like, it walking away? Was it walking well, away? Yeah, because it has to be walking away. If it's walking to the ass is walking towards you, the other person is walking backwards, which makes a gay ass, and only straight <laughs> ass here. <laughs> I used to fuck guys like you in prison. That's what I feel is what John, not Johnny, uh, Tommy was so saw and thought like, oh, I, I do that too. Like I show ass too. Like it's crazy. And that's why he was like, I'm going to have to put my ass in this movie. That's what makes it popular. Because he watched fucking Roadhouse in pretty much any other Patrick Swayze movie where his ass shows. I can't think of any, but definitely Roadhouse. Um, <laughs> Every movie Swayze was in, he showed his ass. He's, I just remember he's walking to like, a, a, to like a, 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 a glass door to go outside after just having had sex. Yeah, and he's smoke just, a cigarette. Yeah, to smoke a cigarette. And he, naked, outside. Yeah. Yes, he's amazing. He, walk, <laughs> I have a confession yeah, to make. he leaves the bed. What's your confession, Ballard? I still have not seen Roadhouse. That's horrible. You've had plenty of time. That's insane to me. Okay, I guess I'll have to watch Roadhouse. R- Roadhouse, awesome movie, great ass. Great ass. Roadhouse. Okay, great okay, ass, well, Nolly, what's your ass? ass? My ass is so gratuitous and so unexpected. It just comes out of nowhere. And the director has quoted, because it's just something I'd never seen before. What, it really? the introduction of William Sadler in Die Hard 2. Colonel Stewart, can we have a few words, please? You can have two. Fucking you. No pictures, you pinko bitch. <laughs> really? <laughs> He's doing naked Tai Chi in his living room watching the news. In a very empty, desolate apartment room. Rennie Harlan has said, I've never seen a villain's introduction that way before. I just wanted to try it. Oh, my God. Ready. And that's, what, that's why we have William Sadler doing Naked Tai Chi. Bruce Willis, Die Hard 2. Die Harder. I think he was copying Patrick Swayze, actually. It was around the time everyone was doing Naked Tai Chi then in the late 80s, early 90s. What the fuck? God, can you imagine all the single men... Just doing naked Tai Chi in their homes, like in the afternoon mm-hmm. in the eighties. Oh my god! Oh my god! You know, just blasting like "Take on Me" or something like that. That's a, that's a time I wish I, I lived in the Hollywood Hills, and I wish I was out there doing my naked Tai Chi. I could look right, see a guy doing naked Tai Chi. I could look left, seeing a guy mm-hmm. doing naked Tai Chi. I can look up, seeing a guy doing naked Tai Chi. I kissed the rays down in Africa. Just doing. Tai Chi. Why are you saying that? <laughs> just say just music that'd be like that playing. Yeah, so William Sadler, awesome. What a what a what a wonderful villain, like introduction. Absolutely. The same shit happened to the same guy twice. There's a pattern here so far. Patrick Swayze and William Sadler, and even we mentioned Mel Gibson. They all had perfectly hairless asses. Yeah, shiny. I don't Very think shiny. In the, I don't think in the late '80s or early '90s you could put a hairy ass on screen. Then it was it was taboo. It was taboo then. 
It definitely continued into the 90s because my ass is a 90s ass. Oh, perfect. My ass is Michael Douglas's ass after he's done banging Sharon Stone and he walks away to the bathroom <laughs> in Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct is a smashing psychological shocker. You like playing games, don't you? It's nice. Not since Fatal Attraction has there been such an electrifying thriller. You're in over your head. Michael Douglas is terrific. But I'll nail you anyway. And Rolling Stone calls it one charged up erotic thriller. Basic Instinct, rated R. It's always a naked ass walking away. Michael Douglas is like 84 when he's in that movie, <laughs> yeah, and he, he fucking has the tightest ass. It is amazing. <laughs> it's such a tight ass. It's, it's so tight. Ass. I know that. Yeah, I love that ass. It's a great ass. If you don't leave her alone, I'll kill you. Let me ask you something, Rocky. Man to man. I think she's the fuck of the century. I can't show you. I'm actually having, I put the other two asses. Oh, there it is. Are they in the dock? They are in the dock, yes. I'm going to check out these asses now. They're tight. Oh, They're all real tight. <laughs> I'm going to kind of say I win. I mean, because Swayze's is just unbeatable, but. Yeah, Swayze's ass. I mean, it's unbeatable. But the problem with Swayze's ass is that like, he clearly just did like a, like a dehydration diet like right before this scene. Um, follow up that up, but he's just flexing his ass the whole time. He's stacking the deck himself. Douglas, he's flexing. He is definitely flexing. Douglas has walking. He can't flex and walk. You know, and yeah. act. So that's like a natural pose. I'm kind of amazed that Philk found all these asses within like literally like two minutes. It's not that hard. This is Philk's <laughs> thing. Or is it very hard? What is that apartment William Sadler's in anyway? It looks like a dorm room. I'm pretty sure it's a hotel room. I thought it's a hotel room, yeah. Let's move on. Let's keep going. What is the most fabulous movie starring a bald one? <gasps> yeah. Oh, I have one right away. Oh, I got one. I've been wanting to talk about this one for a long time. What is the most fabulous movie starring a Baldwin? You're talking about hundreds of movies. And hundreds of Baldwins. Bella, it's not the most fabulous movie starring a boner. <laughs> you wrote a boner. <laughs> oh, boner. Really? Did, Did I really boner? write boner? <laughs> well, I mean, does, okay, first of all, does, does Adam Baldwin count, or are we talking about the Baldwin brothers only? Who's Adam Baldwin? Adam Baldwin's not a Baldwin brother, but he is ba he has, his last name is Baldwin. Yeah, he's, he's, the, um, he's the colonel from Independence Day. Uh, that's also, uh, he's like mother, I think, in uh, Full Metal Jacket. No, it's a Baldwin brother. Yeah, yeah. Okay. a Baldwin brother. He's All in right, the so make that clear. Well, I don't know why. So I'll make that clear. So Baldwin brother only. Okay. What sucks mm -hmm. about being a Baldwin? Nothing. 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 <laughs> Baldwin residence. No, this is Billy Baldwin. If you want Daniel Baldwin, call his extension. Stupid. Hey, Alec, do you know what sucks about being a Baldwin? No. What? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha, you missed me. I'll go first. Um, it's it's Billy Baldwin, also known yes. as William Baldwin. Yes. And it is the movie Fair yes. Game. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll, yes. I'll pick that one yes. too. I know you're out there listening, you motherfucker. What? The fuck you call him motherfucker? You're never gonna get the girl. You understand? What girl? I already got your girl, Earl. What is you talking about? I fucked her last night. 
The sheep was good. Yes. Are you guys seriously all going fair game? I was going to ask, what's the movie that Cindy Crawford was in and showed her tit for, for like a second in? Yes. And yes. it's fair game. And I, I don't fucking remember anything about the movie. Fair game's amazing. Other bald ones, oh, fair game. Alec. Fair game oh. is like straight up an uncharted like movie. It. Like yes. it's like it even ends on a boat with the whole boat exploding and they run down the boat until they jump off the boat yes. at the very end before oh. the whole boat explodes. What a fucking No, ending. it's just because they want to kill her ending. and she's like a lawyer, I think. I, I honest to God say fair game, if it starred anyone a little bit more popular than Baldwin, say it starred Stallone, Arnold, that'd be a major hit we're talking about still to this day. It's got hard ass action. It has it has maybe the hardest shot in all cinema when Billy Baldwin is jumping sideways, firing dual pistols <laughs> into the water. <laughs> oh yes. But you know what? If that only trumps the second hardest shot in cinema history where Billy Baldwin's on the front of his Jeep and he jumps while the hood explodes onto the truck. Yes. What's the name of this movie again? It's not hard target. Fair, right? fair game. Fair, fair game. game. Oh, it's so good. I love it. But, but the sex scene is the epitome of all 80s action. Once again, yes, it's a 90s film, but it is an 80s action movie. It's the classic sex scene where the hero and the heroine Get into a fight. They get into a really tense argument. Someone gets slapped. Then they try to slap again. He catches it. And then they just make passionate love on the hood of like a Ferrari or a Corvette or on something. On a moving train. On a, well, yeah, on a moving train. Yes. It's clearly not a moving train, but they have moving lights to simulate it. Oh, yeah. Train. Oh, and then the bad guy sneaks up on him with a gun like a henchman. Right. And of course, he stops a second to watch Billy Baldwin's ass thrust into Sidney <laughs> Crawford's pussy. This ass shot right there, too. Yes. Go to the dock. Go to the dock. Felks loading the dock with. Yes, there it is. There it is. God, you don't get shots like that anymore, even in an R-rated film. That's like an ass penetrating. I'm so glad we're talking about Fair Game right now. Fair Game is one of my guilty pleasures. I love fair game. Ballard, just play the whole trailer right now. For Detective Max Kirkpatrick, rules are made to be broken. Let it go slide. For attorney Kate McQueen, making enemies is just part of the job. Married? No. Divorced? Boyfriend? Living with? Is this going anywhere? I'm just after a suspect profile. No one tried to kill me. This is Miami. I'm local. We only shoot the tourist. But someone wants to settle out of court. Tell me you got the woman next. I got her. All right, top of the stairs on the right. I want you to keep her away from all the windows. So what am I supposed to do? Figure out who's trying to kill you. She doesn't want his help. Do you have a problem with lawyers or something? He doesn't want the job. I'm a cop. Really? I'm a badge. They don't have a choice. He's in a small room by the stairs. No, he's behind you. What the hell is going on, Lieutenant? Somebody knows every move we make. Okay, there you go. I'm on that. Now, if they can just stand each other. So now you're saying we can't trust any cops? That's right. Baker, FBI. Why should I trust you? I didn't shoot you yet. Oh, yet? The night's still young. They just might stand a chance. I'm leaving you with a friend. I don't know how to use a gun, Max. You ever use a camera? The same principle, point and shoot. I've got them. Cindy Crawford. Next to young. Fair game. That was a good fight, Kate. 
Oh, you know what I got to say? Here's a, here's something here's something about Fair Game that I have to give such big props to. Cindy Crawford, in, in some of the height of her powers, she's still like the ultra supermodel, like the, the creme de la creme, right? Cream always rises to the top supermodel. Macho Man, give it to me. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Cindy goes into her first action movie, first movie, and goes and has a sex scene and a shower scene. Perfect. What a fucking badass. She knew what she had to do. I love her. And I love both her Playboy spreads. And I'm still waiting for her to do her third one she said she was going to do. But she hasn't done it yet. She said she was going to do it again when she turned um, 50. And she hasn't. I know. She missed her 50 one. She she did when she turned, I think, 30 and 40. And she was going to do another one when she turned 50. But she didn't. Well, she's got kids now. Fuck it. I still look at her fucking beaten vagina. Whatever. It looks hot. I'm sure it's hot. (laughs) Cindy Crawford's character. (laughs) <laughs> that's Cindy Crawford blowing up into the uh, water that's right next to her apartment. <laughs> she she survives that. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Wow, she should die for sure. You want to watch headline news with me? Yeah. No, it's not gonna kill you. Is that a stunt woman or is that a dog? But that's a st- that's a stunt woman. That's maybe the best stunt I've ever seen in my life. I know. I'm fucking mesmerized by it. Cool Boy Nation, there's a stunt of Sydney Crawford we're looking at right now where she gets ejected out of her penthouse window. Well, it's clearly not it's, really Sydney Crawford. Yeah, well, it's a stunt woman, but the, it looks real, and there's a real explosion, and this is... How did this person not die? <laughs> I don't know, man. That, that, let's look. Well, for one thing, the explosion. Oh, no, wait. I, I keep thinking. I'm forgetting that there's a second explosion that almost looks like it engulfs the person in flames. <laughs> yeah, there is a second explosion. second explosion that takes over the whole screen. Jesus. <laughs> I, wait, it's not a stunt person. That's a dummy. There's no way. The way I kind of need the- to watch this whole movie now to make sure that that's real. It's Dude, the best it, dummy I've it, ever it, seen. It's a those dummy. Those are moving in all sorts of ways. Those limbs are broken if that's a real stunt person. Like, they broke that stunt no, person. That's a stunt person being ejected off one of those hydraulic ejection things that they used to use in the 80s where they hit them. No way, no, look at the arms. They bend every which way. Because the fucking explosion is pretty violent. They're not killing stunt people in this for the fair game. Dude, they didn't know what they were doing back then. This is real should, explosions, real squibs, 50 squibs on a person when they killed them. We might need they to watch fair game as a commentary track. I think we might have to watch Fair Game. That would be fun. Um, no one else has a Fair Game commentary track on the internet either. No, no, we'd be the only ones. We might have to line that up, because I'd definitely watch this movie again. It's fucking fantastic. Billy Baldwin's hard as shit in this movie. That is why it's my favorite movie starring a Baldwin. Baldwin is also really good in Backdraft. Well, that was a good boner. I can't believe we all agreed on fucking Fair Game, even though there's things like you know Hunt for Red October with Alec in it, and there's so many good movies with Alec in it. Uh, it's Fair Game. Fair game it is. Yes. Billy game. Baldwin, also known as William Baldwin. The best Baldwin. I don't, I don't think I really like any Alec Baldwin movies. I don't like You Alec don't like Baldwin. Hunt for an October? It's okay. I think it's one of the weaker Jack Ryans, actually. John McTiernan, man. It's a, like Alec Baldwin. Who likes Alec Baldwin anymore? I like Alec Baldwin. I like Alec Baldwin. Really? I, like I mean, like, I, he was amazing at 30 Yeah, exactly. Rock. Not the one he, like, he's great. screams he's great. at his daughter. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Who was that? He was like yelling at Ireland, right? He was but at the time. No, 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 no. The, the other one, the one who's not like Ireland's like a model like this one. He was calling a fat little piggy. 
I thought that was Ireland at the time because that was. Was it ago. Ireland? Well, then that's even more fucked up. All right, let's go with another boner. The next one is, what is the most fabulous, historically inaccurate moment from Pearl Harbor? (gasps) From Ballard. Oh, I know what this is. Oh, well, that's easy for me. It's easy for me, too. Is this a Ballard boner? Yeah, this is definitely a Ballard boner. There's only one answer here because we talked about it before. Have we? Yes. What is it? It's Josh Hartnett yelling... I think World War II just started. Yes. I think World War II just started. I was going to say FDR using the power of Michael Bay magic to stand up. Mr. President, with all respect, sir, what you're asking can't be done. Mr. President. Head back, George. Get back. Do not tell me it can't be done. That's also great. You don't, know, yes. you don't know if he didn't do that. Yes, we do know he didn't do that. Yeah, we do know he didn't do that. It's confirmed. No, he, he was paralyzed, paralyzed from polio. He could not know. do it. Not You don't know. No powers, no wills of God would give FDR the ability to stand just because the Japanese attacked us and he wanted us to fight back. You that don't did not know. happen. Don't tell me what's po- possible. It's like, what? you were just doing that to make a point? <laughs> yes. Didn't yeah. he use his arms, though? He uses his arms. He pushes up with his arms and just stands there like he leans on something. It's not like he actually stands up with his own fucking legs. He's using legs. his legs. John Voight, right? <laughs> yeah, John Voight. Yeah. Yeah, I, I almost also wonder if that was John Voight just doing improv. Like, hey, Michael, I got this idea. What if, <laughs> what if FDR stood up? Michael stopped the fucking cameras rolling, just stood up and started clapping. Yes. Yes. And then he looked at the fucking EPK guy and he was just like, you getting this? You getting this footage of me clapping? See, I'm not a fucking Hitler. I'm not a fucking Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess my other one other than World War II started in. I just love how Michael Bay put a bunch of American planes in the air that day that were not there. So that was awesome, too, Michael Bay. As, as honorable mentioned, I'll say a historically accurate moment that Michael Bay uh, d- gets into with uh, Pearl Harbor is the um, the taking out of USS Arizona uh, when he just breaks the back of it and he makes it such a beautifully glorious, intense shot all the way down. thinking that there was a group of people that like uh protested that shot that's showing the arizona blow up that way oh i'm sure yeah and they may have been world war ii veterans who did that yeah i don't think they liked it 
No, because it's like a horrible shot. And then the, if you hear him describe a shot, he's like, it was amazing. It came to me in a dream. And I was like, I, I saw it. I like, I finally, I didn't know how to film it. And then all of a sudden in a dream, I saw it. The idea that what if you follow the bomb and you, the bomb tells the story? And it's like, yeah, that's a very intense CGI way to uh, tell that. I actually like horrible that shot, event. though. I did too. It sold the movie. It was the trailer shot. It yeah. was. It was the money shot in the trailer for sure. It was. Um, it is really it, weird though because it's falling a Japanese bomb into killing like Americans. It's like badass bombs, explosions. Yeah, it's a like, badass shot. Um, yeah. I like the samurai battles at the end in China after they crash their planes. <laughs> you right? You do me a favor. Well, you heard someone else write my name on the tombstone. You're not gonna die. Look at me. Listen to me. You ain't gonna die. You hear me? Oh yeah, I think I think I said it before. I don't like. I think it's it's inaccurate that kids are playing baseball that early in the morning. I don't see why that's a big. It's seven in the morning. Kids play baseball like right before school. It happens. It's not that weird. No, that's that's very strange. What was it? A Sunday? Was it a Sunday? Kids get up early. They're not playing baseball like that. That was very organized. They were very like into the. They were in the middle of their game. You're not in the middle of your game yeah. at seven a.m. They look like they're in their fifth inning at least. Definitely, that was it the is bottom seven. Of the fifth, like I sure. think it's seven in the morning. Like no, kids fucking do weird shit at seven in the morning. It's fine. And where where the fuck is there a baseball field up in the middle of the hills up there? There's no baseball field up there. No, it wasn't. It was just an area. It was. It was in the high. It was in the high mountains. Of all the problems with well, yeah, fucking wait, Pearl not, Harbor. Not, yeah, there was a woman doing laundry as well. Like Michael Bay had a lot of people in like middle of the day tasks, like early <laughs> morning. Michael Bay has no idea what people do in the morning. He doesn't know. He wakes up and he has like three, like probably like playmates like next to him and a couple hookers on the ground around the bed, just because that's where hookers sleep. It and like that's Michael Bay's every day allegedly. Howard hookers don't stint say the night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, they do if you're Michael Bay. I mean, that's that's Allegedly. That's, ex that's expensive. That's expensive GFE stuff. If you're talking 24 hours a day, it's gonna cost you. Oh, yes, of course. All right, here we go. Give me a ballpark figure. How much? Six full nights, days two. Four thousand. Six nights at three hundred is eighteen hundred. You want days two. 2,000. 3,000. Done. Holy shit! <laughs> the next boner. And this is good. This is timely. The for last me. boner. The fucking yeah. last boner. The last boner. Mm. What did I say? The next boner? That works too. <laughs> the next boner and the last boner. Ooh. Comes from me. <gasps> and this is one of them big questions that will define a cool boy since, in this case, of humor and timely for me because I actually just rewatched a lot of movies made by this team. Uh -oh. What is the funniest movie of all time? Oh, In my pick, it's almost un impossible to beat a movie that's what's called a spoof because it's just joke after joke after joke. But I just rewatched Airplane and it, it holds up. Joey, we have something here for our special visitors. Would you like to have it? Thank you. Thanks a lot. Sure. You ever been in a cockpit before? No, sir. I've never been up in a plane before. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Do you want me to check the weather, Clarence? No, why don't you take care of it? Joey, you ever hang around the gymnasium? We better get back now, Joey. No, Joey can stay here for a while if you'd like. Could I? Okay. Every 10 seconds, 
that hit movie hits you with something that is funny. Shit, man. That hunky muffy mess my old lady. Got to be running cold upside down his head, you know? Hey, home, I can dig it. No, he ain't gonna lay no more big rap up on you, man. I say, hey, Sky. Southern say I won't sing. Uh -huh. Pray to Jay, I did the same old, same old. Mac a self approach. Lick the gray matter back. Lot performers down. I take TCB in, man. Hey, you know what they say. See a broad to get that booty act <laughs> Leg her down or smack him, yak him. Cold got to be. You know? Shit. <laughs> yeah. This is hard because uh, comedies are like uh, generational, you know, something that's funny, like in the 90s isn't so funny. And I feel like the, the Zucker Abrams Zucker stuff is all pretty fucking timeless, except for Top Secret. I just don't like Top Secret Ballard. I know. Oh, what? what? I, I love, love Top, Top Secret. Secret. It doesn't make Secret, sense yeah. to me. Like it, it's it's set now, the but it's or set in the 80s when it was made. But the Berlin like uh West Berlin is still, or sorry, East Berlin is still like they act like it's the Nazi occupied, but that's what they didn't really dress and look at like Nazis. But there's also stuff it's, from yeah, the 50s. It's 80s and 50s. It's like a. It's and like 60s, a, like the beach, the yeah. beach movie 60s stuff. The beach the, blanket bingo and all that stuff. Yeah, it's like an amalgamation, a fucking pastiche of different eras, but like. Um, love Top Secret. Top Secret's still really good though. It's definitely. I don't think many people think it's their best movie, but a lot of people definitely like it. I mean, the Naked Gun is would be almost the Kentucky Fried Movie. I see that one. That one has uh, that one has no narrative structure. It's yeah, just, yeah. It's just vignettes. Scenes. So it's sketch show. Yeah, it's a sketch comedy. So Airplane is where they perfected it, and that, that's it's fucking funny because like, I don't know Naked Gun from the files of Police Squad is pretty amazing. It's too. pretty good too, but Police Squad in general, in Alive in, in, in Color, whatever it's called, is also an amazing TV show. Do. I don't. The TV show is okay. It's weird how many of the jokes they reuse in the movies. But the thing about Airplane, like Airplane, is a spoof of the Airport series of movies. Which the first one was called Airport, and then it's, they got so common that it was like Airport seventy seven, Airport like seventy nine. No, it's it's, the it's 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 not. I don't think it's Airport seventy seven. It's an actual movie that uh, airplane. They take the actual dialogue from an actual film, and they just say it straight pan in airplane, and it's just it's just that. And uh, um, but it's not. I don't think it's Airport seventy seven. I think it, a lot of people thought of it as Air uh, Airport seventy seven, but it's this different film. Yeah, no, it's Airport, Airport 1975, Airport 77, and uh, Airport 79, uh, also called The Concord, Airport I thought it was 79. a different film. Nope, it's, it's the Airport series. I don't know what you're thinking of. Are you of. just looking at Wiki? Zero yeah. Hour. Oh, okay. Think, well, that may I have think it's also... Zero, uh, no, it's Zero Hour. Zero Hour is, is it's shot for shot Zero Hour, but it came out at the time that the airport films were coming out. The ring, well, the, yeah, but it, the, the airport movies were like the three like, or four yes, years before. But Zero Hour, they literally lift... Like like plot lines and quotes from the, the movie Zero Hour and structure the movie Airplane based on the film Zero Hour. The That's why they have the exclamation point. Though, is that uh, other than having? Do you see that? You know the exclamation point in Airplane. What? You know the exclamation point in the actual title Airplane. Like the movie's actually titled Airplane with an exclamation yeah. point. Like Zero Hour is the same thing. Oh really? Yeah. With an exclamation point. That is correct. It's very good. Uh, it has p tits in a PG movie, which meant the tits. world to me. Yes, and it had jiggle tits. But um, it had yeah. both tits. It just had tits jello jiggling, and then it had tits jiggling, and then it, there was just the naked tits at one point. Is, is Airplane 1 or 2 where the girl's just like, since we're all going to die anyway, I want you to fuck me right now. Is that 2? It's in 2. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Oh, I love that part. I don't mean to sound forward. I mean, I know I don't know you. I don't think we're going to live through this. And 
I've uh, never been with a man before. Uh, I, I, know, I know this really isn't the place. Oh, no, no, I understand. Who turned off the <laughs> Well, Airplane is on my iPhone all the time because it's one of the funniest movies of all time, I feel. Would you gentlemen care to order your dinners? Bet, babe, slide a piece of the pole to drink so I run the job. Look at here. I can take grease and chomp it on some butter and drag them through the garden. So I also felt would agree with you. But for the sake of just not having to say the exact same movie you just said, um, I guess <laughs> the other thing I grew up with that was a major comedy that really influenced my life and my dad watched all the time was Caddyshack. And I love Caddyshack. Yeah. Welcome to the Bushwood Country Club. The membership's exclusive. You think I'd join this crummy snobatorium? The help is outrageous. The madness is contagious. Bad language, fooling around on the course, poor caddying. So that's like the the competing team of the National Lampoon people, right? But but making a movie that wasn't National Lampoon because they had a falling out. But like there, yeah, no, was, it was like National Lampoon mixed with like uh like with second city mixed with like snl yeah 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 because I mean, they, they were kind of competent like it was it was they're basically just like three or four camps and there was some crossover between them all yeah and it's really brian doyle murray's movie if i if my understanding is correct caddyshack in what yeah. capacity uh like he wrote it it's i thought baby. it was the dude who killed himself who was with national lampoon wrote caddyshack <laughs> Uh, Harold Ramis, I think, wrote it and, and directed it, and uh, Brian Doyle Murray wrote it, I thought, as well. And my understanding is that Brian Doyle yeah, Murray... Yeah, Doug Kinney. Doug Kinney, uh, Harold Ramis, and Brian Doyle Murray. Okay. Well, Doug, but my understanding I, yeah. is it's Brian it's Brian Doyle's like baby. Like It was actually one of his main ideas. That that could be very true. The documentary on Doug Kinney and, and the movie about him where uh, Will Forte plays him is... Uh, oh, the one on Netflix? Yeah. No, it's on is Hulu, it good? I think. Maybe it's on Netflix. I think it is on is Netflix. Is it good? It's on Netflix for sure. But it's okay. It good? It's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's not great. It's it's re- the, that and the documentary are both very redundant. So just watch one. Yeah, and I would honestly watch the documentary because the the movie has they have too many celebrities playing other celebrities. Like uh, what's the dude from uh, Community in the Soup? He plays Joel McHale. Yeah, he plays Chevy Chase, and it's just like it's really weird. Oh, okay. So, oh, a little bit like Disaster Artist, kind of, I yeah, guess. Yeah, too many celebrities playing celebrities. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Noli, do you have a favorite comedy that you just... Yeah, what is the best... What is the funniest... No, no. What is the funniest movie of all time, in it's your opinion? It's different from you guys. Okay. I mean, I would even go and say Dumb and Dumber, realistically. Caddyshack <laughs> is a, not just a, a funny... and I mean, it is one of the funniest movies of all time, but um, I, I, I learned a lot about how to... Talk to the ladies uh, from Chevy Chase's character in Caddyshack. He is such a fucking pimp. Tie you up with some of your ties. I was born to love you. I was born to lick your face. I was born to rub you. But you were born to rub me first. Let's go into uh, the patio. So you learned a lot from Gambit, too. So let's let's put Gambit. And Bill Murray's character together. No, no, no. Chevy Chase's character. Chevy Chase's character together. Although Bill Murray from Ghostbusters was probably in there too. Yeah. So not those... Bill, not Bill Murray from Caddyshack. Bill Murray is. Peter oh, Ghostbusters! That's also one of the best comedies of all time. I don't yes. consider that a comedy though. The Ghostbusters are here, Mr. Mayor. Ghostbusters. Okay, the Ghostbusters. Hey, where's this pack? 
I am Walter Peck, sir, and I'm prepared to make a full report. These men are consummate snowball artists. They use sense and nerve gases to induce hallucinations. People think they're seeing ghosts. And they call these bozos who conveniently show up to deal with the problem with the fake electronic light show. Everything was fine with our system until the power grid was shut off by Dickless here. They caused an explosion. Is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. Jesus! Hey, wait, well, that's what I heard. This city hall. So I got to go with something different. I, I like Airplane. I like Caddyshack. I like Top Secret. No? You like Naked um, Gun? I like Naked Gun a lot. You like but Dumb and Dumber? So I think Naked Gun 2 is the best of the Naked Guns, but but please continue. I like Naked Gun 2 as well. I even like 33rd and a 3rd. It's, it's definitely drop in quality, but it's, yeah. it's still has moments. Uh, Ballard, do I like Dumb and Dumber? Uh, uh. Yeah, I love it. I think it's I think it's the funniest film of all time. What are we gonna do? I got an idea. Go faster! Dumb, a person lacking mental power. What's her last name? I'll look it up. Starts with an S. S Slappy. No. Swap. Swappy. Nah. Maybe it's on the briefcase. Look on the. Oh yeah! It's right here. Samsonite. I was way off. Idiot. An adult mentally inferior to a child of three. Dumb and Dumber is perfect Jim Carrey. It's still funny. If huh. you threw it on right now, I'd watch it. Um, yeah, I don't even classic. think it's the funniest Fairly Brothers movie. because I, I, Oh, I, I think it is. Oh, really? It's classic. I, yeah. I mean, Kingpin is, is a close second, but... Dumb and Dumber and has that classic 80s Third. script that just doesn't amount to anything. It's just a fucking like, stupid script just around a bunch of scenes, and it has some sort of plot, but it's just it's Jim Carrey Bare minimum, Apex. yeah. <laughs> it's, Jim, it's Jim Carrey's Apex, and at that time... He was fantastic. Yeah. It, it, it only took about two more movies or three more movies before he realized like that that was all his shtick was and it was bad. But in Dumb and Dumber, he is great. Jim Carrey. Hold that plane! Sir, you, you can't go in there. It's okay! I'm a limo driver! Woo! <laughs> Jeff Daniels. Oh. Jeez, look at the butt on that. Yeah. He must work out. Dumb and dumber. <laughs> For these guys, every day is a no-brainer. The Fairly Brothers definitely were very light on plot. Like, yes. there's something about Mary probably has the most complicated plot, and then they just kind of dialed it back from there. They were like uh, cinematic situational comedy. Pretty much, I would say yeah. Still, they have like three or four of the top twenty comedies of all time. To me, I, I, they were at one time like amazing. They I mean, were. There, there, there's such a darkness in their their comedy. I'm like a, like a like a. I mean, the darkest thing in Dumb and Dumber is probably selling a blind child a dead bird. We'll be back in a minute with the heartbreaking story of the blind Rhode Island boy who was duped into buying a dead parakeet. I just thought he was real quiet. But uh, Kingfin makes the darkness of losing your hand to fucking uh, criminals uh, that you're get debting see, to, in debt to. King, it's like, that's a plot point. Kingfin's the right there with me. I love Kingfin. I, I love Kingfin. the most underrated comedies of all time. Roy Munson had it all. You're on a gravy train with biscuit wheels. He was the golden boy of the bowling world. 
Watch the door. Want to make more money? Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. It's fun, though, isn't it? Double or nothing, I can pick up that spare. Well, take that bet. How do you do that? But one night... Sometimes a bowler just has to face the music. He lost his innocence. And that bowler... is you, Roy. And the one thing he needed most... Hey, everybody, you better get moving. There's a shitstorm coming. <laughs> I was just thinking about the, about that line. <laughs> the army evacuated everybody. Evacuated? A uh, big uh, military train derailed, and this whole area is in danger of being contaminated by a huge cloud of shit. A huge cloud of shit? Wow. God, I think I smell it. Come on, let's go. Come on, Mr. Munson. Claudia? Roy, could we go have a little chat? Surely. Great. Hey, everybody, there's a shit cloud coming. Run for your lives. There's a shit cloud. <laughs> shit cloud coming. Shit cloud, yes. <laughs> it's a shit cloud. Um, I I really like Jim Carrey's uh, portrayal of Lloyd Christmas. I uh, I love yeah. um, Jeff Bridges. I'm oh, sorry, Jeff Daniels' um, portrayal of Harry Dunn. Um, Dumb and Dumber is one of those rare gems that even the studio didn't know they had at the time. If my understanding is correct, uh, Dumb and Dumber was originally going to be a television movie, a TV movie, and they didn't realize the the magic in Jim Carrey they had at the time, and so it kind of sat on a shelf. It was shot and completed before Ace Ventura came out. Ace Ventura comes out, Mm -hmm. and it's such a big hit that the studio went, oh, what's that fucking other movie we have of Jim Carrey on the shelf? I I think you're confusing with Mask. No, mask no I don't think worse. Mask has way too much CGI to have been a TV movie. No. But mask Especially was, in the 90s. Mask was sitting on the shelf and they, they dumped it right after Ace Ventura. They may have had a couple Jim Carrey films then on the shelf, but my understanding was Dumb and Dumber was supposed to be a TV movie that was on the shelf and they threw it out. He had like three movies in one year. It was really weird. It was those three movies. Okay. He hit you hard with Ace Ventura and The Mask all in the same year. It was, and and Dumb and Dumber. Before that, he was known as the white guy from In Living Color. It's yeah. like really and weird. Yeah, he was. Decided he's famous. Fire Marshal Bill and stuff. But he was in things like Earth Girls Are Easy and Death Pool. I mean, he and was Once in Bitten. other movies. So. Don't forget about Once Bitten. So yeah, exactly. isn't that bad a movie, honestly. Earth Girls Are Easy is a good movie, too. Yeah. I think Ace Ventura came out in April, and then Mask was like that hidden gem of that summer that year in like July or August. And then uh, Dumb and Dumber came out in like March or April of the next year. So he had like this huge run this year where you're like, this guy's fucking the shit. Yeah, and he was. He was. At the time he was. And then yeah. he's, now, he's, now he's borderline insane. He's like. He's always been insane. He's always been insane, but now he's like just weird. What? I've covered a lot of fashion weeks. This is the first time I've run in to Jim Carrey. Wait, tell me, is it true you're wandering the streets? You need a date to the party? What's up? No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm doing just fine. Uh, I just, uh, you know, there's no meaning to any of this. So I, uh, I wanted to find the most meaningless thing that I could fu- come to and join. And, uh, and, uh, and here I am. They're celebrating- I mean, you gotta admit, it's completely meaningless. Well, they say they're celebrating icons inside. Celebrating Do you icons. icons, boy, that is just the absolute lowest aiming, you know, possibility that we could come up with is like icons what do you do you believe in icons i don't believe in personalities i don't believe that you exist but there is a a wonderful fragrance in the air you don't believe certain icons have the power to make change to think differently to be bold to inspire others artistry you're one of them on the good foot 
Yeah. You shut her down now. I, I don't believe in icons. Uh, I don't believe in personalities. I believe that peace lies beyond personality, beyond invention and disguise, beyond the red S that you wear on your chest that makes bullets bounce off. I believe that it's deeper than that. I believe we're a field of energy dancing for itself. And uh, I don't care. I know you're out there listening, you motherfucker. Who you calling a motherfucker? Who you calling a psycho? I'm the good boy. Ha! You're never gonna get the girl, you understand? What girl? I already got your girl, huh? What you talking about? I fucked her last night. Oh, Billy. <gasps> we got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. Oh. Holy testicle Tuesdays. Spoken. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> Make change to think differently to be bold to inspire others. Roll the tape, Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> Sorry. A date which will live in infamy. I have a dream. It's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Fuck it. Do it live. I can go write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. I believe we're a field of energy dancing for itself. And there are clusters of tetrahedrons moving around together. And, uh, I don't care. Why the two of you go fuck yourselves? I'm out of here. You don't care. Well, we better stop talking about all these fabulous boner moments in movies. Lance is on his way over for Holy Testicle Tuesday's Twister Nights. Right foot, left foot, it's all the same in the dark when soaked in baby oil. Sweet pussy is what I call Lance's <laughs> awesome anus after I removed both my feet and then I dive in head first. Which head? Like I tell you, anus boys. <laughs> this cool boy doesn't kiss assholes and tell, but then I shove my dick ever so politely, with signed permission, of course. As hard as I can into Lance's prepped butthole. What? The fucking be so good. <laughs> Yo, you ain't ever has fucking this good in your life, bitch. It's like making straight love. And I feel so special when we hold each other in a reverse pile driver position. What? It hurts when he is gone, but he feels so good when I'm coming. What is this about? Lance is a pro with a heart of gold. My bro. What? And he would have stayed for 2000 I would have paid for four. I would have stayed for 2000 I would have paid four. I'll see you tonight. Baby, I'm going to treat you so nice. You're never going to want to let me go. Yo, you ain't ever has fucking this good in your life, bitch. <laughs> the fucking be so good. Cool boy nation. Tell us what you think about this episode's fabulous boner moments in movies. Or maybe don't. Also, if you have any questions or any more insight on our fabulous boners, then let us know by emailing us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. Also, new episodes of The Cool Boys Podcast come out every Tuesday. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube, awesome. SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Twitter, and Facebook. And please rate and review us as well. Also, you can donate to us on Patreon and receive additional content like Cool Boys After Dark. 
Also, it only costs a buck, and you will receive special accents and content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Also, please check out our other great <laughs> Cool Boys Central content with Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast also on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon. Awesome. Where the cool boys have an uncensored discussion about Batman, the animated series, everything from also bat tips ranging, also to bat tests to also bat nips and all the boners they have given us. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy nation. Until next time, call my name. It's Bizies from Falcor Felk. That's Bizies from Bastian. Oh, Mr. Bastian Ballard. That's Bizies from the nothing. Noli. So cool. All right. There's an episode there somewhere. You are an outstanding American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... <laughs> I'm Bernie McCracken. When I found out little Billy here was growing up without a daddy, I had to do something. When Big Earn saw our picture in the paper, he called the Unified Fund and got involved. I had to. Couldn't help myself. But little Billy's not the only one. There's also a little Jason here. Once again this year, I'll be sponsoring a fatherless family in every city I born. Sometimes when I wake up in the morning, Mr. McCracken's already there. <laughs> Jonathan, we're going to fly pattern all the way to the goal line. Tennessee! Kentucky! Bottom Beach! Get deeper, Jonathan! It's a tough world. These kids nearly got Munson, but they're back now. Through the Unified Fund, I found out that if you give a little, you can get back a whole lot more. Get the cool boys. <laughs> <laughs> so serious. <laughs>